If you are listening to this in real time, then you will know that February is right on the corner. And if you don't know already, February is CTE month. So it is a great month to promote your program. It, But you don't just have to promote your program in February. So today I want to tell you about three things that you can do to easily promote your program this year, whether or not you have social media. Maintaining or increasing enrollment. Staying on top of ever-changing content. Incorporating best teaching practices. These are just some of the challenges that we face as CTE teachers. Welcome to the On Your Prep podcast. My mission is to empower every career and technical educator to love going to work each day because they are teaching what they are passionate about in addition to applying great teaching principles. If you're like me, then you wish that there was some sort of program promotion fairy, someone who would sweep in and you could just teach and that they would promote your program. And then your program would just automatically fill up and you wouldn't need to worry about what classes you were going to teach because your classes would automatically fill with the students that you wanted in the classes that you wanted to teach. And you wouldn't need to worry about adding on any additional classes. But unfortunately, there is no such thing. And if you have one, let me know because that is a rarity. For some reason, I always feel like this promotion period would sneak up on me as I was teaching because I was so busy teaching. And then the third term would hit. And once again, so busy teaching. And it was kind of the slump part of the year. And all of the sudden, you're having to recruit for your program for next year. And you're kind of drowning already. And then you're adding on this promotional piece that you were not thinking about, even though it happens every single year. I don't know how it always stinks up, but it seems to do that. Not only that, then you have the stress of once the requests happen, you wait to find out how you did how your promotions and advertising and marketing worked out as you wait to find out whether or not you are going to be full-time. Now, hopefully that has not happened to you, but it has happened to me. In my second year of teaching, the principal came down to my room with tears in his eyes. It was his first year as a principal and most likely the first time he actually had to have this conversation with a teacher. And he let me know that my numbers were not enough to carry me full time teaching the courses that I was teaching. He had to ask me if I had any endorsements or any other credentials that would allow me to teach a class like yearbook or the video announcement class. And luckily for me, I was able to do that. But unfortunately, it added an additional prep. And so my schedule was even more full trying to figure out what to teach from day to day. So I had a full-time job that next year, but the year was really difficult because I had to add that additional prep. So I learned from that year that I never wanted to be in that situation again. And quite frankly, I don't want any other teacher to have to face a similar situation. So today I want to share with you some ways that you can promote your program without the need of a social media account so that you can increase your enrollment and your requests so that you can continue to 
teach or start teaching the classes you want to teach. We're going to start by talking about promoting your program by supplying your school or district PR person with posts. Now, I talked about this already in episode three, and you can go back to that. But the idea is, is that you get a larger audience by posting with those people than you would to start your own social media initially. So I would recommend that even if you do have your own social media, that you still highly utilize your school and your district PR. I am currently my school's PR website specialist, manager, whatever you want to give the title as, and I had been as well a few years ago as a teacher. So I want to share with you some things, some tricks that I have learned from being in this role. So the first thing is they need content. They need your help. I know in our district, it is typically someone who works at the school and that's not their full-time job is to do PR. And a lot of times they get a stipend. But in our district, you specifically have to do certain things in order to earn that stipend. One of which is that we need to post once a week on our website or four times a month. Then the other thing is, is that they want us to have 150% of our school's population as followers. So for example, if I had 1,200 students at my school, they would want me to have an equivalent of 1,800 followers. And they're not saying that it has to be that every student is following, but that you have that amount of followers. So you could have students who had moved on from that school who continue to follow you who count. So that's good. But there are a lot of schools that are having difficulty reaching that number because they're not posting consistently enough and people are not following them. So this is where you come in to save the day. The dream of your PR website manager is that their inbox would be flooded with great photos and captions that they could easily share and post on the website and social media, especially if they are still teaching in the classroom there's no way that they can come out and take pictures of all the great things that are happening around the school. So they really, really, really need your help. Having something in place like this would allow them to schedule out posts, sit back and relax as the community floods a school social media account. They might even win some sort of hashtag award because the district is recognizing all the posts and attention they are getting. So how do you do this? Think about what you have planned for the next couple of weeks. Is there a way that you can take some photos and write one to two sentences about what your students are learning? Be intentional about carrying around a camera or your phone to take those photos. You may even ask a student to take some photos for you. Then send a quick email to your PR website manager so they can easily post. So your email would have your photo and your caption and they can just copy and paste it. And if you are specifically thinking about using this for some sort of event like CTE month or something that is related to your content area, make sure to specify that too. Hey, put this up on February 4th or consider putting it on February 4th because it is national such and such day. 
If you want to spice up your photos and not just send a photo, go and grab some of the free templates that I have. They are at kristenmasick.com forward slash templates that can help you just drop in the photo that you would like to use, but it adds some text and some color and they are free for you to use. So the next thing that you can do is you can promote your program by writing a website article or a blog post for the community. Our websites in our district, and like many districts, they actually operate as a blog, and so they can post a story that then can be shared out on social media or other avenues. Do you ever find yourself going to Google for an answer to a question? For me, it's on a daily basis. So just tonight, we were wanting to know about a specific rule in the game Uno, but have since thrown away the instructions. So we went online. What if I told you that you could be seen as an expert in your community and people would actually be Googling the thoughts and the content that you have written? As a career and technical education teacher, you have the knowledge and expertise to help not only your students, but also the community. Think about it. Do you do any career exploration or post-secondary guidance for your students? Do you already teach content about career readiness? Could you write a short article for your school website teaching or explaining what you already do for your students? I was able to do this last year and test it out. And what we did is that there was a new way that our district is teaching math. And as educators, we felt like, well, we understood what was going on, but I was talking to one of my neighbors and she was kind of complaining about the new math. And I realized it had never been explained to her as a parent what is actually happening and then how could she help her daughter at home. So we decided to write an article. I had the math teachers at our school write some frequently asked questions and some answers to go along with that. And then also like a tip sheet for our parents on how they could support their students at home. And it went surprisingly well, because not only could we post that on our website, but it could be shared to various community groups on Facebook, not only in our community that serves our school, but other communities that also serve our district. And so that article was shared a bunch of times, and then it established our school and our math teachers as experts in that area. So think about how you can do something similar using your expertise and not only help your students, but also the community. The final thing that I'm going to talk about is promoting your program with guests and field trips. So think about it. True or false, students love field trips. In my experience, most of my students would prefer going on a field trip any day of the week. And even when I had those students who didn't want to miss any other classes, if I could schedule a field trip that would occur just during my class period, they were all over it. This year has proved difficult because our district is not allowing field trips due to COVID-19. So we've had to get creative. 
we've still been able to have guest speakers attend and actually attend physically to our school, but we've also had virtual guest speakers. So why couldn't we have virtual field trips? And I know a lot of schools are doing things like that where they have a YouTube video, but what if you could actually create a virtual field trip or have an industry partner create one for you? It could actually be very pointed to your school and have them give a tour of their workplace and maybe some of the things that they do there. A video like this could be posted to your website, so it could be shared out to your community. It could also be shared on social media through something like Stories or IGTV that would also could also be used on the school website and social media. So as a review, the things that we talked about doing today in order to promote your program is the first is supplying your school or district PR person with posts that are ready to post. The second one is writing a website article or a blog post that can be used for the community and not just benefit only your students. And the third one was create a field trip or a guest speaker that you can use with your students and something that they can actually do to invite their friends is what really makes it powerful in promoting your program. So I encourage you to try these strategies out and not only try them out once, but have it a regular and consistent basis. That way you won't be surprised when the registration comes along and you're not doing so much effort right before registration, but that you're building those relationships throughout the year so that the community and students and future students are always thinking about your program. So as a little sneak peek or a teaser, next week I'm going to do an episode about boosting your so, your enrollment with social media this year. So kind of on that same line, but you're specifically using social media for your program. Now make sure that you subscribe to this podcast if you would like to hear more. And also feel free to give me a review and share with any of your teacher friends who you feel like would benefit from this. Until next week. 